hood scholarship. In light of the recent quote-unquote anti-Semitic remarks involving Ye, I feel like it's imperative that we finally set the record straight, not only on what it is to be anti-Semitic, but what it means to be Semitic. Now, according to the Oxford Dictionary, the definition of Semitic is relating to or denoting a family of languages that includes Hebrew, Arabic, and Aramaic, and certain ancient languages such as Phoenician and Akkadian, constituting the main subgroup of the Afro-Asiatic family. The key phrase being Afro-Asiatic, and the term anti is defined in the Oxford Dictionary as opposed to, against, or a person opposed to a particular policy, activity, or idea. So the term anti-Semitic would denote that one is against those Semitic-speaking people of Afro-Asiatic descent. But you know I can't just scratch the surface, so let's dig deeper into the phrase anti-Semitic. In a recently discovered letter written by the founding editor of the Oxford English Dictionary, James Murray, who writes in a three-page letter to anti-Zionist Claude Manafour, who was the nephew of Moses Montefiore, one of the most important early supporters of the modern Zionist movement. Dated July 5th, 1900, Murray goes in depth saying, Anti-Semite and its family were then probably very new in English use and not thought likely to be more than passing nonce words. A nonce word defined as a word being used on one occasion. However, it's the last paragraph that's not only eye-opening, but a little quote-unquote anti-Semitic in itself when it states, The closing years of the 19th century have shown, alas, that much of Christianity is only a temporary whitewash over brutal savagery. It is unutterably saddening to one like myself who remembers 48 and the high hopes we had in the 50s that we had left ignorance, superstition, and brute force behind us, and that the 19th century was to usher in the reign of righteousness. How the devil must have chuckled at our fond and foolish dream. So according to James Murray, the founding editor of the Oxford Dictionary, not only is the term anti-Semitic a rare occurring word, but it was established by the brute force and whitewashing of Christianity through the Zionist movement. Well, since we're on the subject of Zionists, let's proceed to define what Zionist means, according to the Oxford Dictionary. A Zionist is defined as a supporter of Zionism, a person who believes in the development and protection of a Jewish nation in what is now Israel. But are the Jewish people even indigenous to the land which they call Israel? Prior to 1948, what we now know as modern-day Israel was previously referred to as Palestine. After World War I, the rule of the Ottoman Empire in Palestine came to an end, with the British establishing control in the land. This led to a declaration from the British government, dated November 2, 1917, known as the Balfour Agreement, which was a letter penned by the United Kingdom's Foreign Secretary, Arthur Balfour, to Lord Rothschild in support for a national home of the Jewish people. A home for the Jewish people? But why would they need a home? And why don't they know where their home is? Well, to answer that question, let's reference the book DNA Science and the Jewish Bloodline by Tex Mars. And on page 79, at the beginning of chapter 7, Mars states, 
Yet, in fact, DNA science proves conclusively that there is no Jewish race and that the Jews of today descended from Khazaria. The supposed Jews are not Jews at all, but are Khazars. They are not the seed of Abraham. Tex Mars also goes on to reference the work of Dr. Erin Elhek of John Hopkins Medical University, the Nathan Music School of Genetic Sciences, who in 2012 stated, Our findings support the Khazarian hypothesis. The Jews come from ancient Khazarian ancestry. So both Tex Mars and Dr. Erin Elhek agree that you can't be anti-Semitic towards Jewish Zionists because they're not even Semitic. But the fun doesn't stop there because it becomes more clear in Arthur Colster's book, The Thirteenth Tribe, where he states, The Khazar court's conversion was no doubt politically motivated. It would still be absurd to imagine that they embraced overnight, blindly, a religion whose tenets were unknown to them. In fact, however, they had been well acquainted with the Jews in their religious observances for at least a century before the conversion, through the continued influx of refugees from religious persecution in Byzantium. So even Kohlsler is aware of the Khazarian conversion and gives us a logical explanation as to where they would have learned the practice from. However, Colster also happens to reference a book from a professor of medieval Jewish history at Tel Aviv University in Israel, Professor A.N. Poliet, who wrote in his Hebrew-only book Khazaria, published in 1944. The large majority of surviving Jews in the world is of Eastern European descent, and thus perhaps mainly of Khazarian origin. If so, this would mean that their ancestors came not from the Jordan, but from the Volga. Not from Canaan, but from the Caucasus. Once believed to be the cradle of the Aryan race, and that genetically they are more closely related to the Hun, Uyghur, and Magyar tribes than to the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Should this turn out to be the case, the term anti-Semitism would become void of meaning based on a misapprehension shared by both the killers and their victims. The story of the Khazar Empire as it slowly emerges from the past begins to look like the most cruel hoax which history has ever perpetrated. So I ask, how can you be anti-Semitic to a people that are not even Semitic? The term anti-Semitism has been hijacked and used at the disposal of those who benefit from this ugly part of history that the Jewish community wants to keep swept under the rug. The infiltration and masquerading of another people's culture is only the beginning of this most cruel hoax which history has ever perpetrated. They implemented their own monetary system, the Federal Reserve Bank, run by the Rothschilds and funded by oil money. They also fund both the winners and losers of wars around the world since as far back as the Napoleonic Wars at the start of the 19th century. They then follow it up with taking over the media in Hollywood in an effort to control the masses through visual sense, conveying to the people the narrative they want to portray, implementing this tactic in a plethora of ways, but most notably through the sense of hearing. Hip-hop plays a vital role in our community. 
raising generations of kids through beats and words. However, a red flag should be raised when behind the scenes, once again, we find evidence of Jewish influence, which should pose the question as to why it's okay to promote violence to a community. But the minute that community challenges their theory of history, they flex their muscle and we see who's really in charge. Through systematic planning, the agenda to dehumanize and desensitize an entire nation of people couldn't be more evident. What was once a way out of a hostile environment has now become a way to be targeted by the same people in that hostile environment. Through redlining and gentrification, we were placed in specific areas. Those areas were then in turn flooded with drugs, creating generations of kids who are raised in a single parent household, doomed to repeat the process, thus substantiating generational curses that most families aren't even aware of. Yet when celebrities such as Deshaun Jackson, Nick Cannon, Ye, and Kyrie speak out to enlighten the same community, the threat of taking one's livelihood is implemented based off a term that doesn't even fit their narrative. Because again I ask, how can you be anti-Semitic to a non-Semitic group of people? Well, who's that Semitic group of people the Bible was talking about then? Well, Ye tried to tell you when he said... Now, now, I'm going to say some anti-Semitic shit. I'm going to fuck your bitch. I'm going to kill this nigga. I'm going to fuck your bitch. I'm going to kill this nigga. I'm going to fuck your bitch. I'm going to kill this nigga. I'm going to fuck your bitch. I'm going to kill this nigga. That's the real anti-Semitic shit that the Jewish people get paid off of. Hood scholarship. This is not your average podcast.